Ayuso crashed with Tom on the on a tight left-hander, so everybody started taking it easy. And then some guy decided to, on a left-hander, undercut me, dive-bomb me, basically. And he completely wiped out, completely wiped me out and sent me flying into the pavement, basically. Um, and I smashed my whole left side up on the pavement. Welcome to the British Continental Podcast. Brought to you by Continental. Continental have been supporters of the domestic road scene for over 25 years. The go-to tyre brand for elite riders. From the off-camber cobbled corners of the Durham Tour Series to the farm tracks of the Cycle Classic. Hello and welcome to the Baby Giro Diary Show. Today we report on stage nine, the last mountain stage, the penultimate stage of the race, and with only a flat final stage to come, this was the last opportunity for the GC riders to get one up on their nearest rivals, the last chance for the mountain goats to earn a potentially career-changing win. There were no killer gradients, no monstrous extreme altitude climbs, but with climbing from the start, three Category 1 climbs, a Category 3 climb and over 3,000 metres of vertical gain, this was no easy stage either. The stage finished with two ascents of the Nevergal climb and it was on these slopes that the decisive action occurred. The early stages of the race were more about whittling down the bunch than establishing breakaways and after about 80 kilometres, only around 45 riders were left in the peloton. As they passed through the town of Belluno, there was a fright for both Amalia Rosa Juan Hayuso and our diarist Tom Gloge, who both fell on the cobblestone streets. But they recovered quickly and rejoined the reduced bunch well before the major action began. On the first pass of the Nevergal, Trinity Racing took up the reins and whittled the bunch down yet further. By the summit, there were just 20 riders left in the group. Development team DSM then took up the pace until, in the last six kilometres, there were unsuccessful attacks from our diarist Tom Asbjorn Helemos and then Anders Johannesson. It was Yanis Wazard from the Swiss Racing Academy who then seized the moment and his attack stuck, earning him his first ever UCI race win. Behind him, Ayuso led in a fractured league group with the other Johannesson, Tobias Halland, on his wheel. Tom crossed the line in sixth just a few seconds later. Our other diarist Harrison was the next best Brit in 21st, a minute and 25 seconds behind the stage winner, and Ben Healy, who did a lot of work for Tom during the stage, finished 25th. On GC, Tom remains 4th and looks likely to stay there, barring disaster or a superlative final stage ambush. His teammate Ben Healy, one of the most aggressive riders in this year's race, now lies 15th, while Harrison has made it into the top 20, sitting 19th overall. The final stage from San Vito al Tagliamento to Castelfranco Veneto feels a little anticlimactic given its relatively flat nature. It's unlikely to result in any major GC changes, but with tired legs in the peloton and a few hills in the middle of the stage, a bunch sprint isn't a foregone conclusion either. So this could be one for the break, perhaps even Ben Turner, who has continued to look strong throughout the race. Let's see. We have the pleasure of dispatches from both Harrison and Tom once again in our diary segment, it was an eventful stage for them both. Harrison was on the attack, crashed hard, and yet was still at the pointy end of the race right until the final slopes. Tom sounds tired, and understandably so, after throwing the kitchen sink at his GC rivals. And of course he crashed too, although he says he came off pretty lightly. Final uh, mountain stage of the Giro done today. Um, was a yeah tough start again. 
uh, straight up passes Valles, as it was called, which was to around 2,100 metres or something. Um, I attacked on the first part, was away in a group with uh, Ben Healy, but we got caught back. Uh, then Marco from the team went, uh, which was part of the plan, was to try and get us both in the break. He had a small group, around five guys, um, and then I communicated with Dan from the team that I was feeling good, wanted to try and bridge across, actually, and so we did a duo attack, uh, went across, um, feeling feeling yeah it was a hard it was a hard effort to get across and then uh more guys then came with us and then we hit the steep part which was around 4k at eight nine percent something like that it was uh it was a hard climb that's for sure um and there we we rode a good pace um with but eventually on top actually we got caught back by the the gc group maybe 25 30 guys something like that i think by this point um, and on the downhill it split uh, me and Dan were in the front of around 40 something like that so that was good um, and yeah it, it was it was strange the group was sort of not really riding super hard but there was a bit of a pace on um, and then yeah we uh, yeah was just riding and we hit like this village it was quite technical and Ayuso crashed with Tom on the on a tight left-hander so everybody started taking it easy and then some guy decided to on a left-hander, undercut me, dive-bombed me, basically. And he completely wiped out, completely wiped me out and sent me flying into the pavement, basically. Um, and I smashed my whole left side up on the pavement. It was uh, My elbow was pretty sore, leg was pretty sore. Had to ch- change my bike, um, which wasn't ideal, but then just had to chase back onto the bunch behind the car. Uh, spent some energy getting back, but... Yeah, it was okay. Um, eventually got back, got some medical attention uh, from the doctors uh, just to make sure everything was okay. And then, yeah, we started pretty much then Navigal, uh, which was, yeah, it was Trinity set pace. Uh, and that was, yeah, it was good to see they wanted to take it on and try and get Tom onto the podium, which was nice to see, definitely. Um, and for me, it was just sort of trying to follow, survive. Uh, my leg was pretty sore, my arm was hurting, couldn't hold the bars properly. So it was a bit eventful, but I managed to survive the first time. Um, Then in the downhill, again, technical downhill uh, in front, in the front group then, probably 25, 30 guys, something like that. Um, And I think just just on the final type up the climb, I just didn't have that real punch left in my legs, really, after nine hard days for me anyway. Um, And that just meant I just couldn't follow and just just got dropped just before a little flat section which is a bit annoying because i could have maybe saved my legs then um but that's just racing you know um and i think yeah it was in the end i was 21st on the stage and moved up to 19th overall so top 20 overall can't can't complain after two bad days one in imola and then one in the tt um which yeah you know it's part of bike racing and it's it's good to see that i've improved from last year quite a lot 45th or something last year overall uh didn't didn't even break the top 20 whereas this year done three three uh three results in that sort of area so it's, it's good uh and look forward to tomorrow now which is the last chance the last saloon um i think we're definitely going to go for it as a team try and get a stage win basically is the plan uh, i think there's a lot of teams that will have the same ambitions that's for sure um, and especially after three hard days, it's going to be a hard day out again, especially with the heat, I think. Um, and yeah, to see how the body recovers after the crash, that's for sure. At the moment, pretty beaten up. I feel like I've been hit by a bus, maybe, actually. 
Um, but yeah, that's a classic English saying, actually, isn't it? Really, because I don't think I have been hit by a bus. I hope I haven't. But yeah, you know, that's what us Brits are like. We love to exaggerate something with a good, good old-fashioned saying, I guess. Uh, so now I'm off for a massage, uh, get patched up, bandaged up. Um, shout out to the medical crew on the on the race. They always take care of you, even in the race um, and afterwards as well. Uh, so that was nice. And um, yeah, fingers crossed that I can recover well, sleep, sleep okay. Uh, not expecting a good night's sleep with not being able to sleep on my left side or my right side after the other crash that I had. Uh, but that's that's life. That's bike racing. And yeah, let's finish this Jiro strongly and and race and uh, and see what's possible. And uh, thanks everybody for listening to my uh, to my diary. So, baby Jiro, stage nine done and dusted. Um, one more day to go. And yeah, um, wow, was it? I'm pretty tired now to be honest. Um, really tried. And through the kitchen sink at, uh, trying to get some time, but didn't work out, didn't quite have the minerals in the end. And yeah, um, it is what it is. Came in sixth today, uh, a little bit off the five, five, eight seconds off, off the front couple guys, but yeah, just didn't have the, uh, didn't have the gas to, to put any time into, into the, uh, into Henri and, um, and the, uh, the Norwegian guy in front of me, so yeah, it is what it is. Um, four form GC, and uh, I've got a few questions to answer because I can't really think of myself now. <laughs> so thanks, thanks, Denny, for, for getting some together. Um, firstly, I missed a few questions yesterday, apparently. So, what's Ben like to room with? Is the first one. Um, yeah, me and he get on great. Um, I think we are. Uh, yeah, good, good bit of banter, and uh, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed rooming in this race. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been good fun, good, good roommate. Secondly, what goes through your mind on a long climb? Uh, not much, to be honest. Um, I think it's, I think it's too hard to think. Well, it's too hard for me anyway to uh, to think of anything consciously. Um, yeah, I don't know. I quite, I normally get the song stuck in my head, to be honest. Uh, whatever's playing in the camper pre-race normally repeats itself on loop for the duration of the climb or when it gets hard just just thinking um how much how much it hurts really i don't know <laughs> that's a good question i don't really know what i think about um sorry not a really good answer another question how mentally challenging have you found the race compared to previous races especially with your leadership wrong this year um good question I'm not sure. Uh, mentally challenging. I don't. I don't think that would be the, the right phrase. And I think I come into the way that I view a race, anyways, is is more with, with an open mind. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not being honest with myself. But I don't think I've. I don't think mentally. I don't. I don't think I found it mentally challenging because I quite enjoy the 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 experience and 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 uh, I suppose it is a bit of a challenge of of uh of being more of a GC contender. I've in, I've enjoyed that and I've, it's been it's been a learning experience and I've definitely got some more learning to do that I'm not done or by any means perfect. But yeah, it's, I think it's been good fun to be honest. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's it's mentally challenging. Um, the only the one thing that is mentally challenging is not. 
so so much as being a leader, but having to be up there every day, that's that's quite hard, especially after you know nine days of racing, or whatever, you know, constantly being on the position, on the flat, everywhere else, and and staying up there. That that's been hard for me. Um, that's the hardest bit I found, and I haven't been very good at before, and definitely room to improve, but a lot better this race. The other question was. Um, were you involved in the crash? Yes, I was involved in the crash. I was right behind a Yusu. And, um, yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, came off, he, he came off pretty badly, actually. Um, so compared to him, pretty light, but I'm a little scratched and bruised up. And, um, yeah, it didn't, it, like, I crashed, but the race, they, the DSM did a great job of slowing the bunch down, very respectful. Uh, so I didn't get back in with too much problems. The only thing is I managed to bend both hoods. I didn't quite know how I managed. So I looked like Ben Healy riding a bike, which with the handle well position, uh, for better or for worse. Um, which wasn't, I didn't find too comfortable descending, but apart from that was fine. Um, yeah, so I was a little bashed up, but I don't think the legs too much, took too much of a beating. Uh, yeah, it's what it is. That was a, that was a weird, not a weird crash, but almost, almost unavoidable. Um, with the, with the wet roads, so a bunch of us, a bunch of us came down. And the last question is: If someone had offered you fourth place overall at the start of the race, would you have taken it? That's basically. Mm, it's pretty hard to to answer. Um. Mm, question. Probably. Probably is the answer. But um, yeah, I feel like yeah, it was a it was a. Uh, yeah, it was. I probably, I probably would have taken it if I'm honest. Um, but yeah, I'm always uh, maybe a bit. Yeah, yeah, I definitely would have taken it. Who am I kidding? Definitely would have taken it. Um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good week. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please do leave us a nice review. You can subscribe on all the usual channels and you can follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at British Conti and on Instagram, we are at the British Continental. And please do visit our website for more interviews, journals, previews and news at thebritishcontinental.co.uk.